LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. You're listening to Ask Me Anything with Pastor J.D. Greer. Honest questions, quick answers. I'm your host, Todd Unzicker, and this is where J.D. Greer says, Ask Me Anything. Ask Me Anything. I am your host, Todd Unzicker, and this is where Pastor J.D. Greer says, Ask Me Anything. And this week on the podcast, maybe my favorite topic, Pastor J.D., the question is, how in your church, what's the first step to create a sending culture in your church? Sending, not sending culture. Not sending culture. No, a sending culture. Two different strategies entirely. Yes. Yes. And when we say sending, let me make sure I clarify. All right. What we're talking about sending is we are talking local, North American, international. How do we create a missions, local outreach, church planning focus in our churches? Yeah. Now, the difficult part about this question, although I appreciate the way that it's phrased, is it says, what is the first step? Because, I mean, this is the kind of thing we could probably have 15 steps to inculcate it, but what's that first one? So, um, Well, maybe then the first uh, way we would ask this is, why would why would a pastor want to I didn't say culture? it was a bad question. I just said, I, you know, I'm trying to think like the first step. All right, so... Right, but you just you, you said I why? Just, okay. I just threw a curveball. Why? Why does? Why would a pastor want to have ascending culture? In well, okay, all the promises that Jesus gave about the greatness of the church are all tied to the church being raised up and sent out, not um, all the people being just gathered in. Uh, if you look at every way that Jesus talked about how how you know the greater works that we would do than even he did, it had to do with the power of the Holy Spirit on ordinary believers. Of the forty miracles in the Book of Acts, thirty nine of them happen outside of the church. Which you know, I always tell the Summit Church that means that of all the you know power of God that's out there you, through the Spirit, I've got access to one fortieth of it because I work inside the church, yeah. and so so we want to teach people to move with the Spirit um, as they are out in the marketplace, and those and that's where they're going to see these things happen. So um, that's the sending locally, and then sending you know whether it's to plant other churches or internationally, that's just this idea that God grows His church by multiplication. And that, you know, his intention was never to have great, you know, huge, large mega churches that, you know, just got people from all around, but it was to multiply new leaders that are going out into new works. Paul's entire strategy for world evangelization can be summed up in he went to strategic cities in the ancient world and he planted churches there. So that's okay, what we so we, we set that up. And I would imagine there's a lot of listeners of our podcast who are either pastors or lay leaders, and they're like, yes, Pastor J.D., I, I want our church to be on mission. I want us to be sending. So what would you... What is that first step that right. you think that they should take? Well, let's just, you know, we'll get there. <laughs> but let's talk about the word culture, because I think it's a very important part of this question. Because, you know, Peter Drucker, the leadership guy, used to say that culture eats strategy for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times what happens is, is a pastor goes to a conference and he gets inspired by somebody's story of, man, we reached the unreached, or we, 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 we sent all these people on to church plants. And you come back and you're like, here's my strategy. I'm going to do what they did. And then it, it kind of fizzles and the church rebels because... It's the culture that produces the strategy. Um, you know, one of my favorite kind of leadership quotes, I think it's by a guy named Antoine de Saint-Exupéry, or however you say that. He's a French kind of philosopher. I'm sure you pronounced it perfectly. Perfect. I'm sure people out there in France are like, that's our guy right there. So anyway, he, uh, he said that if you, if you want to motivate men to build ships, don't like hand them a shipbuilding manual. Don't like organize them into companies and try to orchestrate all their work. He said, if you really want to see an explosion in shipbuilding, 
just teach people to yearn for the vast and the endless sea, and they'll come up with their own strategies for doing that. So sending is a culture that's created that leads to, you know, these effective strategies. All right. So, but to the question itself, what, like if, if you're you know in a church and you're a pastor, especially, and you're like, what, what can we do to create a sending culture? Let me say from experience that going on a mission trip was one of the single best things that happened in our church to teach our church to love the concept of sending. Uh, our first, my first year as a pastor, we sent, um, a, it was like 40 people on this mission trip and we couldn't afford it. And at the time it just, man, it just, it was a major undertaking. Our people came back that year and they had a, a, just a totally new view of the world. That year, even after spending all that money on the mission trip, we gave the largest missions offering we'd ever given. In fact, that year, we got recognized by the International Mission Board as the church that gave the highest giving per capita, per, per member of the wow. church, of any church in, the, in the, the convention. And that was just because they'd all, they'd all seen it. And they, they felt, so I'd say, man, you know, people, what happens if they go on mission trips and they start to say, why are we paying $3,000 and going 3,000 miles away to do what we ought to be doing back in our own, own neighborhood? Plus, you know, Todd, you and I talk about this a lot. That, that preparation for the mission trip is the best excuse for radical, intentional discipleship. The discipleship microwave. Right. Yeah. Memorize scripture, read these books, quiet you know, time, quiet time, yep. uh, learn to share your faith. And so I, I just feel like it's the single best thing that you can do. And so when they go overseas, and then they come back and realize, hey, I can do this here. That's that principle of the light that shines the farthest, shines the brightest at home. That, that's a, I love that statement. Um, Preaching-wise, you know, for me as a pastor, I try to make sure sending is in, in, in every pastor. I mean, the, you know, C.J.H. Wright in his book, The Mission of God, says that ultimately God doesn't have um, a mission for his church. He's got a church for his mission. And so if you are going to interpret any passage of the Bible correctly, you got to see how it connects to the mission of God. So, you know, hopefully when I'm preaching every week, I'm trying to show like this is part of God's global mission to bring salvation and blessing to the world. Um, I will frequently talk with people like you at our church that are, you know, kind of more um, boots on the ground when it comes to missions that, um, you know, say, how, how, what, what, are, what are good application points that I can make? What are ways that we see this illustrated in overseas context? Because as people get familiar with these stories, man, they just, you know, they, they start to feel like I know what's going on out there. And that familiarity makes their heart begin to love it and, and want to be there. So figure out how to, how to work it into your teaching and your preaching so that it just becomes part of the air that mm-hmm. you breathe. Well, we at the church, we end every one of our services with the phrase, you are sent. And that may sound like a very simple thing, and it is, but it just it just helps inculcate this idea that, man, God called you not to just bring you to himself, but to send you out. We say God's like a spiritual tornado. You're never going to get drawn into him without also being propelled back out on mission. That's great. So in your preaching, uh, you want to make sure that every single week you're talking about this concept of sending. You want people to go on on mission trips. Um what happens when when a church maybe is getting that little bit of a spark? What, how, how, what would you encourage to kind of foster that? Yeah, we'll take the next step. You know, so um, so the the denomination that we are a part of has a North American mission board and an international mission board. Even if you know you're at a church where that's not the case, there's somebody that you probably work with, and just say, all right, what what what? How can we get more more skin in the game? How can we? Um, maybe we've never planted a church. What's a way that we can? can be involved in our, our first church plant. Maybe our small group or our Sunday school class has never planted a class out of it. I mean, that's essentially the DNA of church planting and ascending is you multiply a small group. At our church, we don't divide small groups. We multiply them. So we choose one or two people to, to leave the small group and go go plant another one. Um, your church decides that, you know, if they've got 200 people in it, man, what's it like to pray about sending five of them to either be a part of another church plant that somebody's doing or... Um, you know, that you would actually send those five out and find a leader and, and, and you would do it. 
groups like the North American Mission Board and the International Mission Board, they exist to assist churches mm-hmm. in things like that. So start, you know, start asking the question. And so what you're really saying is here is even more than strategies, it's the culture. It's right. what kind of culture is the leader creating? That's right. When you create the culture, the strategy will sort of take place. If you are a pastor listening to this, a church leader, man, my church graciously, I asked them for this at the very beginning, would they commit to sending me on a mission trip at least one a year? Um, because I come back and I've I've seen it, and I just I, I kind of have this glow and I sort of this burn, and I start talking about about why others should go, and it it, it just creates more of this culture. So um, the more that you, that the culture burns in you, the more that it's part of who you are, the more it becomes a part of of everybody else too. Pastors, leaders, make this part of your preaching, make this part of your teaching, um, change the culture and sending. And um, try to send your folks to something that they've never done before because the chances are they're going to come back home and they're going to say, you know what, I can do this across the street, not just across the pond. Right, and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid because it will lead to some of your best leaders probably leaving the church. But what we found is that for every one leader we send out, God, just in that amazing way that he works, he raises up three more in their place. You can't outgive God. In fact, I wrote a whole book on that, Gaining by Losing. It's only when you give away for the kingdom of God that God multiplies you, that's true in our money, and it's also true when it comes to our leaders. Yep. As we as we commit ourselves to the mission of God, raising up leaders, even if it means God sends them out, then God will multiply uh, the, the stuff that we have in our hands to the seed we have to sow. Yep. And I think, J.D., you have written about this probably um, more than any other topic, so you can go to jdgreer.com. You can find out more information. You can also go to thesummitnetwork.com. They're sending workshops where Pastor J.D. and his staff talk through about how can you infuse ascending culture into that? Um, but this is Ask Me Anything. What is the first steps in creating ascending and, culture? And our listeners here can join me in praying about, we've been trying to send you out, Todd, for years. So yep. we can just pray that God will, when we're trying to raise you up. And so and man, do you remember what you idea. said to me when you, when you switched roles on me one time? I remember you said to me, you said, Todd, you know how we send out our best mm-hmm. here at Summit? And I said, mm-hmm. yes. Obvious conclusion. And, and you said, well, I want to keep you here for like 25 years. Um, that's <laughs> are you, how you, are you part of the best or the rest? Well, I, um, I don't know how to take that when every day, every weekend I hear you say, we send our best out. And then you tell me you want me to be here for 25 years, but that is the first step in creating a sending culture is be sent. So here, on Ask Me Anything, part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. And JD, we're excited uh, because there is a newest member of part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network, and it is called Rainer on Leadership. That's the podcast. And it's a twice a week podcast hoping by, hosted by our good friends, Tom Rainer and Jonathan Howe, and they provide practical training on important issues for church leaders, for pastors. So just look up Rainer on Leadership on your favorite podcasting app or and subscribe today and that's rainer on leadership part of the lifeway leadership podcast network i am your host of ask me anything with pastor jd greer until next time we look forward to you joining us on the podcast